0: I'm excited to announce our upcoming 2023 Banking with Life client-only event. It's going to happen in mid-October of 2023. It's going to happen downtown Fort Worth, Texas. Our whole team will be there. The team has been working very hard to make this an event that's not to be missed. I'll be there have an opportunity to meet me, have an opportunity to meet the team. I'm going to be speaking. We'll have other guest speakers and you'll have the opportunity to meet a room full of like-minded people. Think about that. A room full of people that are practicing becoming their own banker. They are practicing the infinite banking concept. You'll have the opportunity to meet with them and share with them. You got to be somewhere. You might as well be there. In this episode, my friend Michael returns as he was a previous guest about a year ago. And we had a great conversation, all things infinite banking concept, from cash flows, discipline, real estate, and controlling the banking function in your life. We had a great time and hope you enjoy listening. Thank you.
1: I've had some success with, with um, um, regarding the velocity of money called, um, they call it the Burr method, which is like yeah. buy, rehab, you know, rent, refinance, repeat. And so I listened, you know, before that book came out, you know, they were promoting it on, you know, their podcast. I'd listen to it. They had some guests on about how you can find off market deals and contact sellers directly. So when I was still working on the streets in the middle of the night, I would write these three sentences that one of the, they had a, you know, a guest on. It was like, hey, this is what I write down, but I developed a company that you know, a robot that writes in penmanship so that I don't have to write them. When I was like, well, I don't have a robot, <laughs> but I have a left hand. <laughs> so I was working graveyard at the time. So every, for about a couple hours towards the end of the shift, the city would get really, you know, it would finally start going to sleep and quieten down. And so I would, you know, go park in a location that was pretty dark and I could see, you know, kept all, you know, the potential bad stuff in front of me and I would just write these three sentences and I would address them to a list of people using the criteria that this guy had on the podcast. So um, ended up buying a house uh, with that. So it cost me about a dollar fifty to find this buyer. But um, but yeah, I would, I would write out these, I would literally write out these three sentences that are ingrained into my head to this day. And then on the way into the station, at the end of the night, I would stop by the post office and I would dump off maybe 40 or 50 letters. And then I'd probably out of those forty or fifty, I probably did it for a couple of weeks, so probably a couple hundred letters. And I got like four phone calls from it and then ended up finding a house out of it. Wow. And yeah. So and again that using that method, that was my first like, oh okay, that's how I can speed up the velocity of money. Like I, you know, at the time I got a hard money loan, which you know, for those that, that aren't familiar with it, it's a lender that will based on the hard that will lend money based on the hard asset, and then the what they call the ARV or after repair value. Of hey, I'm buying a current house and in, in its current condition, and here's an ins- here's a um, scope of work of all the things that I'm going to do with it, and then at the end, if I buy it right, and then if I put this work into it, its future value when it's done is X dollars, and so I just. Again, from the book, I was like, okay, well, let me find, I, I know the St. Louis market. I'm familiar with it because I used to live there. And this is where this property was. And, and then ended up, my you know, my first true one that I did I ended up not only getting all my money back out of the deal, but then I got like a $15,000, you know, tax free bonus because it appreciated more than my initial estimates. So that was kind of like my first window into into that. To how, do I, how do I use the same dollar like more efficiently. Cause yeah. this, I, you know, at least I got it back. It was tied up for like four months, but I got it back plus some. Yeah. So then I can go use it again. Um, so that, that's kind of the path that kind of eventually found me to, you know, high cash value life insurance. I think I told you early, early on that my first policy was an IUL. Cause I thought I went to a friend who is a wealth manager and he, you know, I asked him about the whole kind of general concept of high cash value. And, And his first response was, how do you know about this? Like, what have you been reading? And I was like, it was so, because I was like, like, Marty, is this, I just need to know, like, is this real or is it not? Because I don't, I don't know anything. You know, he's like, it's real. But like, all my clients do, you know, do it. And I was like, oh, like, okay, so it's not okay it's not some fictitious unicorn out there okay i like this so far like tell me more <laughs> <You> know, <laughs> right and so he so he had, <clears throat> he had uh, referred me to an agent that he used which was with a, um i believe it's a mutual company but it was with an iul and and so i was you know i think my th- that premium at the time was a thousand dollars a month you know and and then the first time i used um because I, you know, I knew a little bit about the mechanics of the policy, but I, and I, at the time it was the the property that I that I th- just talked about that that I created more equity than than I originally estimated. It needed a new um, air conditioning. The HVAC went out, so I told him I was like, oh, you know, was like, well, I don't want to. When something big happens, where I want to repair a whole house, I don't want to be that that incident to be the first time that I try and figure out what this policy loan provisions all about. Right. So I'll do it on the HVAC. And then I realized how easy it was. It was, you know, I made a phone call, and all of a sudden it's like, "Oh, I have the money!" And I was like, "Oh, <laughs> this is this is nice." Yeah. Now I you know, and I, I still don't. Well, I, I still don't know at the time, and I still I still don't know today whether it's a direct or non-direct, or even if IULs have that because I just know that IULs are trash. They, they just like <laughs> to eat themselves, so I'm a, they try and let them just go do their thing, from a policy standpoint. But um, but I remember getting the policy loan, getting the HVAC in, and then I, the little light bulb that went on, I was like, oh, well, instead of sacrificing over two and a half years of cash flow on the property, I can at least let my tenant pay back that policy loan. So I'll just schedule a portion of that cash flow to go back and pay the policy loan. And then at the same time going like, oh my goodness, like this thing's for real. That was that was easy mm-hmm. as far as accessing it. Yeah. And then, you know, later on, you know, during COVID, I had my first, like, what i thought was as i'm continuing to learn about the process had the first um policy not with you um that could be designed better but it wasn't to the point to where you, you felt like we needed to to replace it or exchange it and then luckily I went to the purist that as others refer to you as that, oh you're just you know you guys don't just evolve and you know you're not you're yeah. not trying to get as fancy as everyone else so you, you know they're just doing their own thing that that mm-hmm. I fell in love with and and that and the the foundation of you know like you and your network because um, I, I you know I believe I told you before we went on air that um, I know you've been on Bruce Wayner's podcast before mm-hmm. on the money advantage with uh, Rachel I don't know mm-hmm. uh, forgive me I'm forget Marshall yeah Marshall Um, but when I started just to see like who one who you were and then who you surround yourself with and the base the basis that um, the foundation you guys keep going back to and because it it, really a lot of it is the way I see it from an outsider is you guys are secondary all you're trying to do is continue the learning that Nelson discovered and then taught you guys Um, and then you're just kind of the conduit of it and kind of you know, helping us understand with, you know, with words and examples, like what he actually meant, like maybe sometimes in practice. And for me, that was, that really resonated with me. So that's, you know, kind of how, you know, I, thank goodness you took me on in 2021 and now you, unfortunately, you can't get rid of me.
0: <laughs> so yeah,
1: Every time he comes yeah. forward, hopefully. Yeah. yeah,
0: no. Yeah, I like that. Now, um, if I um, a beautiful friend, California client um, told me I was the worst salesman in the world now I'm a secondary the worst secondary salesman in the world (laughs) yeah you're you're pretty pretty much right where I want you (laughs) I love that because it it, yeah I mean I get up every day and you know I work a lot and you know I just want to convey the fact that you can become your own banker. And then what does that mean? Right. Yeah. And what? Yeah. Well, how, how do you do that? So, it,
1: yeah, for, like for me, it, you know, it starts with the with the discipline and, and I have, just knowing that I have a, one, I have an, a contractual obligation to pay a premium. Um, but for me, like that trend, that initial transition of, you know, we're, like, and I don't, I don't know if, if you were like this when you first started, but I, I would, the, the current structure um, in the marketplace or just in everyday life is we're used to you know earning an income letting letting invisible Uncle Sam like to partner every deal with you and take about half of that yep. and then you get what's left over and then you just start farming out payments to other people and as I started like during the you know going through this transition and, and i'm I'm there now, but it, it's it's cool to look back but getting over that initial that initial old thinking of a premium is I'm making another payment to someone else. I'm like, no, no bro. This is the conversations I have with myself is like, like dude, you're not paying Honda insurance or Honda finance for your car. Like you're, you're paying a premium into a vehicle that you have direct control of and you know, to its profitability and to its efficiency that you can access. So like get out of the old thinking of I have to go log into my bank statement to see where my money is. Like some of it's gonna be there. Sure. But you also need to go over here because this is where it resides now that has like three major components. It's safe, it's liquid and it's growing. Right? Because that's savings. That's not speculation. That's that's savings. Um and so once I kind of got into that hat not only in that, that discipline of looking different places to where my initial wealth is, well, not really wealth because there's no goods and services there. It's just monies that I can go create wealth with. Um, but that's where my money is residing for right now. And I still have control over it. So it's like, okay, now, now that I've kind of, that's my new foundation. My money is just somewhere else right now. Um, and realizing that it, it's not, I have the car and now I don't have the money because I made the payment. It's, well, you know, I think I told you off air is I, I just initially just purchased my, um, I sold my vehicle back in November because I wanted to take advantage of the used car market because I'm not married to anything anymore. It's just a piece of metal and some things that are, you know, at the end of the day, destined for a junkyard, right? <laughs> so I was like, but if I can make some money on it right now, it sits in a garage, I'll make some money on it. So I ended up selling it in November and then within like the last three weeks I just replaced it one because I was looking for a pre-owned car Japanese made because of you know my prior history with Anheuser-Busch and reliability studies and such but I was looking for a like kind of a range of car but I, I told myself like this is this is the umbilical cord from the lender the third party lender that I'm cutting so I'm, this, I'm using policy loan for this so like I'm you know I'm on the hook for this like I'm, I gotta go to myself for the money so found the car, um, and it, it was I don't know it was it was, was kind of it was very une- it was very powerful yet uneventful which which is the way I think it should be yeah it was not traumatic no it wasn't no Ta- it, it was it's, it's a joke <laughs> it's jo- it's, a, it's a joke it's funny you know <laughs> but but it all starts with a systematic way of accumulating capital right mm-hmm. in a place that you can control and so uh, this got the policy loan like three days it's in my account and you know the, I use a car broker because I hate dealerships so I'd rather pay them like $300 and I've done this several times now it drops off at the car gets delivered to the house so I don't have to go to a dealership so I'm like $300 please <laughs> I'll do that all day and like twice on Saturday um, yeah so you know so just that was a drama that I was referring to. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so it was like, hey, what, like the, dra- the, the drama was, okay, where are you going to park this truck? Cause I know where I live and there's no room for like a semi, you know, but it like, you, you'll figure it out. Yeah. And then the rest was, you know, like, well, how, you know, how do you, can I, can, you know, do you need financing for this? And I was like, oh, no, I'm just going to wire money. And I'm like, I'm sorry. Yeah. You know, and I was like, yeah, I'm just, yeah, I'm just wire money. Wire the money, the car gets there. And then, you know, part of, you know, part of being, being an honest banker is like, okay, well, yeah, there's, there's great, there's great uh, privilege in being the the loan officer and the owner of the bank and the shareholder of the bank and the lender and having, you know, getting to have all those hats all under one roof is, okay, I know personally what I paid for the car. And I know that I'm probably, you know, I was just kind of estimating, okay, what, what payment would I be happy with? Well, Well, I mean, let's see what the market kind of generally is so I you know spent like half a minute looking at used car rates and came up with you know like I don't know it was like two hundred dollars or something like that two or three hundred dollars per month and I was like okay well all right this is my bank I'm gonna do things the way I want so I'm gonna pay like like more than three times that a month because for me going back to you know what um you know what's been instilled in me now is well one I'm all I'm doing is I've replaced that banking function that someone else had prior. So when I make, you know, like, well, on Friday, I'll make like another half of that payment that starts with a comma, just because I I thought it was fun. And I put like two seconds of thought into it, but I'm not losing control over that payment. It's not going to, you know, to a third party lender. It's going back to reduce (laughs) the loan amount on my policy, which is from my understanding, what little I know about infinite banking is principle first. All right, So it's going to go back and pay down that policy loan, which if I need it in 10, 15 days because I needed that dollar amount plus my other cash value that's in there to go take advantage of an opportunity, it's there. It's not in someone there. else's hands. It's right over here that I can access. There's a lot there.
0: Did you did you uh, go through the mental gymnastics of interest rates? You know, here's a
1: policy loan right? No, I don't care. I don't. Re- then, I don't really care anymore. <laughs> I'm a numbers guy, James. <laughs> I know. I don't you're, care anymore. You're really, an degree in finance and economics, <laughs> no, no. sir. I, I, yeah. I, like, I'll pencil <laughs> out a, like a real estate deal before you know before I spend some money like that. Sure. Well, you penciled out the deal on the car. You chose yeah, the car it, and the price and yeah, all yeah, that. But James, I mean, I mean, mean like uh, I. You know, and I, it goes back to the teachings, like for you know, for that. Thankfully, you know that uh, that I continue to learn, and you get, and you and Ryan and and others that have been you know in this chair that continue to talk about it. But it's about volume of interest, and it's about control. And so I don't, I don't really care what the rate is, and I just know that you like, quickly I'm get there. You
0: you quickly get there, and you've been there for some time. Have you been doing this three years? It's going on? Four. Yeah,
1: th- yeah, three. Yeah, yeah that's right. pretty quick. And but. But but you, but the the real responsibility is me to like to you know not overextend myself. Mm-hmm. Just because I have access to capital doesn't mean that every shiny object is is it needs to be in my driveway or whatever. It's okay. What 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 are my core principles? What's important to me? What are my financial goals or what are my you know non financial goals? And then while I'm working to achieve those, I'm pretty sure I'm going to need capital. So I need a systematic way to accumulate that. So. I just, I hear your words a lot in my thought processes now. And it's, and, like and it, Nelson, but... you know, I think I may have told you a while back, but I hear Nelson's voice. The more, the more I've listened, cause I thank goodness that on our client content, you can hear a lot of his, not only I've listened to his, his six and a half hour presentation, but his other talks from like Houston and some of the like mm-hmm. Fort Worth, I know mm-hmm. from like 2015, 2016 is the more that I hear his cadence and his voice, and how he tells stories, you know, cause he's very, a teacher through parables, which is mm-hmm. very, biblical. yeah, it's very, it's biblical. And then too, like, that's how it's very, it's very powerful very, for me. Like, that's how I learn. you to learn, right? It, very easy. Yeah. But I hear his voice and I hear your voice and in, in the book, I can't, now I, when I read the book, I, I, i read it i can hear his voice and i slow down and i read it oh you know because when Nelson, i go okay yeah. you know i can hear i can hear him in sections of oh, the book which is awesome yeah. Um, but yeah so just things like that have gotten gotten me out of the stop chasing rates, or even if that was a priority which it really isn't anymore is it's it's just control Basically, yeah. you know and and that retaining that that volume of interest that I was giving up, so I'm like, well, I know that I'm doing those fundamentally, so the rest is just gravy yeah. I like the uh <clears throat> you know so you go to the lender
0: and in your research, I don't know where you can buy a car for two hundred bucks, but um sure it's possible, but you're I'm gonna pay three times that the things that I see most car payments that I see there you know people are driving around
1: and you know, they're paying
0: sometimes, sometimes there's
1: a comma involved in the lease payment or the, the, just for the sake of, I, I don't know why, but yeah.
0: And then, and then you add on, you know, the, the, the insurance and all that goes with owning a car and driving a car. And it's like, my gosh, I mean, I could buy a house for that payment at one time. Anyway, um, But you're practicing the velocity by throwing more money at the loan. You're paying down the loan, right? And there is interest, loan interest, and you're reducing the actual loan interest because those are annual interest, loan interest amounts, and you're going to shred that note. So, you may or may not actually pay the stated loan interest rate, but you're practicing velocity because as soon as you make a premium or a loan repayment, just like you said, about 18 days or so... In my experience, most time it's 30, Mm -hmm. you know, calendar days or 20 business days. um, That capital is accessible again.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: All right. And then, okay, um, you know, the life insurance company has to be profitable, period, or they're not going to be in existence. And I want
1: them to be profitable. Exactly.
0: Because being mutual, a mutual life insurance company, then you're in an ownership position. And the life insurance companies don't make bad loans policy loans they can't 100% collateralized Mm -hmm. by the cash value Mm -hmm. right so they're not going to make a bad loan right so they're going to be profitable when they charge a loan interest rate, and then you know kind of going back this adds into what you stated earlier the actions of the owner of the policy has a greater bearing on the result than the life insurance company that's powerful if it's true and it is and you think through that right you have those several self-conversations or an experiential you know
1: yeah, because I know, like, you know, when 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 Jamie was here, um, well, I think it was maybe four, like three or four podcasts ago. I know he was here probably a little bit longer ago than that. Um, but he and I, you know, I've shared with him, like, you know, I, I would have like a payday calculator and th- initially that really helped me um, and it still does. But it helps me like w- w- when I'm creating that discipline of like, I know that, you know, you know, some of them, you know, my goals are to max fund my PUA's every year uh, before I do anything else. All right. So, cause that's a priority for me. Like it it'll, it's only going to be more cash value and more death benefit. Like what, what, what's the negatives in that? Um, and it, and, and so like, you know, I would, I have a little, maybe like 12 cells and it, it doesn't get into the nuts and bolts cause it doesn't need to, uh, into Into the weeds about you know where my money goes is every payday I look at, hey, what's my ending balance on my checking account? What what from a payroll perspective from my employer what's coming in, and then what major expenses do I have coming up in the next two weeks? Since that's how frequently I get paid, and so right then in the, in the you know less than two minutes um, I can you know kind of come up with how much like cash that I have left over um, that needs a house. So it's just like, okay, well, can I, you know, again, from your teachings, because I it I go through it all the time as, can I pay a premium? It's either a premium or a loan repayment. Like, where am I? So I was like, okay, well, where am I in my cycle? Well, my anniversary date on one of my policies in June, I can't put any more PUA already, because I've already max funded it, um, which probably next year, we're going to have a, another discussion about going through underwriting and stuff to, to, I need another home for some more cash.
0: What a problem um, to have. And and I'm not, I mean, that's that's beautiful.
1: Yeah. But I'm, it takes a glamour off of just like, because I have cash, I need to spend it. It's like, no, I have cash, I need to store it somewhere. Yeah. It's not cash to spend, it's cash to store. Um, but then, you know, that mental exercise, it takes half a minute, you know? And I know where I am because I look at my, yeah. I'm kind of like... I, I'm kind of like Bruce going in his podcast. Like every morning he wakes up, he looks at his accounts. I do the same thing because I'm just, I have to. Um, Does Bruce
0: look at his account every day? It's what he says. Cause least. if he's yeah. only got one, I'm going to yeah. crack on him. Yeah. And if he
1: looks at it every day, I'm going to crack. I think crack there more. was an S on it. I think it was accounts. <laughs> okay. Uh, that is what I, uh, yeah. all right, Mr. So Wainer, next time I see you, I'm, we're yep. going to have a conversation. Yeah. So that's what I do is like, can I make it, a premium payment. Well, no, I can't. Okay. Well then can I make a loan repayment? And then, so that's the, that's the conversation that I have. So let's say for example, hypothetically, I have $3,000 that I don't have a, a home for right now. Like it, it's just excess cash. So just call me. I can help yeah. you. Yeah. So what, what I'll end up doing I is I'll, <laughs> you know, I have a special account that I'll put maybe 2000 of that into a future PUA account. And then I'll, I'll take the other $1,000 and just make a loan repayment. Because I do have some investments that I've, I've used policy loans for um, that the initial time I get an investment, I just make a loan repayment. I don't, I don't, again, I don't let it sit somewhere. I just let pay off my policy loan by, you know, say it's $1,000. Well, then I have this excess $1,000 that I've segregated from the 3000 So I'll make another $1,000 loan repayment. And it's like, okay, what am I gonna do for two weeks? That's that's about all the thought that goes into it, James, you know, but then it's like, okay, well, I'm going to go earn because in two weeks I get to repeat this exercise and this little discipline creates the freedom for me for the next two weeks of knowing all the, all the bills are, all the major bills are paid. I leave some wiggle room in there in case like you know, my car insurance, auto debit, whatever, you know, it usually doesn't come up to very much. Um, But that's about a that's about the money stress that I have. It, keeping the rental properties occupied and stuff and looking for deals, but that's to try to minimize the stress I create for myself. So I'm I human. love that. I'm I a, mean
0: I love that. And and you gotta fly to catch, so we're gonna have to wind down. But there there's a lot there. Before we, you know, uh you know, turn the cameras on or whatever. Um, You know you have the lovely conversations That should wind up somewhere I mean there's really valuable stuff there in my opinion But then sometimes things are said You know that shouldn't Won't ever see the light of day Nothing bad or nefarious Just not mentioning names and things Um, It's like the banking Right we're banking It's the movement of money Mm -hmm. Right Loans Mm -hmm. Loan repayments Deposits Withdrawals And you have The discipline And you've applied That discipline Not only to Building capital um, In the most efficient way That I'm aware of And then integrating it To everything That you were going to do Anyway But you've maintained I mean you've applied Your discipline in life To your cash flows At a greater level Than you could previously Without banking Is that fair to say? No Yeah easy And then before (coughs) Before we uh, you know, turn the mic on, like I said, I, I, I mentioned, I said, yeah, you know, because we were talking about cash flows and the things he's done, which we're not even going to have time to go into some of the things that you've done unless you want to, you, we briefly spit them out. But I said, um, yeah, you know, your money's like a horse. Look at <laughs> it's like, if you don't give a horse a job, he'll wander off, you know, and you're not allowing your cash flows to wander off because they have a job, they have a purpose and you have the discipline to make that happen you know and and that's a beautiful thing what is wrong with that what is wrong with that yeah i think you're going to leave your nieces at the ultimate end the net death benefit when you graduate it's going to go to someone else that you love and care about and you're controlling all that and then you have taken over the banking but most people abdicate their responsibility of the Mm -hmm. banking function Mm -hmm. and it exists right and like when you cut the ties off of that last loan you wasn't penciling the rates and you, were, you weren't doing all that you knew intuitively you've had the experience with banking loans loan repayments with the embedded banking concept doing the real estate doing the different things you do and it was a two second I mean it was no it was zero time here I'm I'm that tie is cut from the banking yeah so well but
1: I mean I have, I have personal experience with it but then you know too that's you know you're a you're, you don't just write policies you're a practitioner yourself so you know once a week we get reaffirmed of that we're heading down the right path not from someone that's trying to sell you something but who's actively doing the same thing so I don't get up every day and look at my policies well I mean but you know I, I'm
0: just saying there's nothing wrong with that I did early on and now I'm like and it may be another policy.
1: thing just like what I'm what I did with the car a, that I don't really care anymore I'm just but it's still nice I got to see the numbers going up. They're only going to go I'll, one well, way. Well, contractually, they have to. So I don't know why. You know, I'll probably maybe maybe one day I'll, I'll you know ease my foot off of the login and password and won't look at them. No, but, you won't. But it's okay. It'll be it'll be a just give me a little time. Considering you get the next policy, you're you're gonna watch that and then, and then too. We also briefly
0: talked about the uh, like in the first year of a policy is mm-hmm. the. The least amount of liquidity, and I forget the terminology that you use, but it's actually, I mean,
1: it's just, it's just spot like, on. I think I said maybe it was, it's the, the least, least efficient e- that it yeah. will ever be because I'm at the, I'm right next to the X axis and the exponential curve of the policy, yeah. and it's already done some really great things for me. So
0: it takes discipline to stay the course in the midst of the noise to go through that. You know, and you can't, you can't. I mean, you can, but it's not going to be ultimately long-term successful and beneficial. In my opinion, in my opinion, and my experience, you know, you can't contort a policy design to shortchange that. You know, it's like, oh, I don't want to lose that much liquidity in the first year, two, or three, or four, so I'm going to jank the policy design, right, to mm-hmm. avoid that. And you're not; you're just pushing the problem a different. You create new problems, and they're pushed off down the road. And my point here is that i complete agreement with you. It's the least efficient in the first year. It's, and then the second year. And then it just gets more and more efficient the longer it exists. But it takes discipline to endure that and go through. And, the, and, and how long does a year take to pass? It goes in a flash. So um, it's worth the discipline and pushing through and avoiding the noise to, to go through that. Inefficiency. Yeah, I'm just ready for June. I'm ready for the next annual statement. <laughs> <Right> <laughs> well, I, I, uh, I appreciate that because, you know, we're going to, you're going to be in October. You're going to be in Fort Worth at our
1: yeah. live event. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the, you know, the boys <clears throat> from Mississippi are coming with their wives, and I think some, uh, a few other people are coming from California. And, and, uh, I hope at least everyone that was there last year was there. It was a fun time. Hopefully, Massey's is on my visit, Massey's, while, you know, while I'm in town. I got you. Yeah. Uh,
0: they're, they're not going to cater this one, but, uh, okay you know and and i'm bringing that up because you know i want everybody to be aware that you have an opportunity to meet guys like michael in october in fort worth but you got to be a client so you know you have an opportunity but kind of what we've covered today because um you know in conversations james what are you going to talk about i don't know and just the other day i had the opportunity and i took it and what i'm going to talk about is an awful lot of what you've Shared with us today as far as segregated
1: accounts, loans, interest, and much more than that, though. But yeah. so yeah, I mean, yeah, I'd, I'd like to come, you know, you know, to talk about some specific deals, maybe if you know, if I were to come back and stuff, just to you know, for, you know, for those that are, you know, that are out there, that you know, we that you, I mean, you're you're more well versed than anyone, but um, just to see how others are actually using their policy, I think that can be you know eye opening. Go like, oh, I didn't, I didn't think about it like that, and I was like, well, I didn't either until I. You know, talk with you or, or other people, and like looking when you when you have that control, you can start sitting, getting creative. And um, and again, like you know, like Jamie and you know, and his brother and stuff for for example, like they have a completely different set of skill sets than I have, um, which is awesome because it, like they see the world differently than I do, yeah. and that's what. You know, that's why it keeps me bugging them on the phone. I'm just like, tell me more. You know, it's like, how do you, like, how, do, how does that make sense to you? That doesn't make sense to me. And then it's usually the other, you know, it's usually the same way on the phone. I'm like, how do you know this? I was like, I don't know, bro. I don't know why the, my brain just works like this. This is one that I was I dealt. That. So, and y'all met at the last, last October years. October yeah. event. Yeah.
0: yeah. <clears throat> I, I'd love to stay in chat. You have to come back because okay. you do have a flight to catch. Thank you for listening. I had fun. Thank you very much, Michael. Thank you. All right.